0: <laughs> Man, welcome everybody to the N Word for Nerd podcast. Who's the master? Ooh. Show Enough. I'm sorry. Who's the master? N Word for Nerd. That's what I said. know <laughs> uh, Enough. coming Enough is the always, master. <laughs> he he is. I mean, he did get the globe for Leroy and put the hands yeah. on him. Also, <laughs> Show Enough had an ability that Leroy never learned, which was teleportation, which people forget in that movie. But Show up got his ass kicked through that door. And then Leroy looked back in and showed enough was gone, so you don't have to teleport. for it. People we'll forget about that.
1: <laughs> Anybody who's kicking ass and wearing Chuck Taylors, he's the master. <laughs> he yes, and the then when he's
0: when, and when he's fifty years old and his knees is bad because <laughs> no support, <laughs> he'll be the master as well of and and arthritis and other things. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the N Word for Nerd podcast. If you have not realized from our opening, we are a show for were made by blurbs but for all nerds and geeks if you're not quite sure what a blurb is it's a black nerd that's exactly what it is figure it out it's in the
1: it's on the internet and if you listen to us uh we are both african-american it may not sound
0: like it <laughs> but we're both <laughs> black <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know because i didn't really bring my uh my white person voice can i borrow a cup oh. of sugar so, my, uh, my
1: uh, natural voice is my white person voice, unfortunately. Uh, I grew up in
0: the suburbs. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I learned how to code switch so I could go and uh, get my Tyrone on, and then sometimes I can, you know, oh, uh, well, I saw him right down the street, officer, and I don't know, he looked pretty bad. So, he was a white male because I don't ever tell tone of my kind. All right, <laughs> again, like always, thank you guys for listening to the Edward for Dirt podcast. We have a great lineup for you. Uh, before we start the show i like to give a shout-out to my man, my main man, uh, with In Your Face Art. My shirt just came in. We got that MJ <laughs> on MJ. You know what I'm saying? Got the MJ, the greatest of all time on both of them. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> MJ, the pop star, and the Michael Jordan. So my shirt came in, and my girl shirts came in. So they look really good. He hand-draws all of his work and then, you know, sells it on In Your Face Art com. I'll have a link down in the description so you can look at that. If you want to order you some stuff or just browse around and see if it's something you're interested in. Also, as always, we all being sponsored by Nerd Focus. I don't got my can with me. Shame on me. I probably should always just keep a, a can in the back just so everybody can, like, notice that's what sponsored by. So, also, that link will be in the description as well. If you want to get your can of Nerd Focus, holler at your boys, hit that link, go ahead and get your case of it, and you'll think us later. Trust me. Trust me. The next with the, the UFC?
1: Do with the USC fighters do, and just have an empty can always, even after you just got your butt kicked, you have to stand up there with the empty can. <laughs> like <laughs> empty can. Here you go.
0: Just keep it at all of the views. Just, right here. <laughs> just hold this can. Next just week, hold it that's this. that's the goal for next week. I'm gonna get me a I'm gonna get me a can stand. Ah, yeah. sorry, there? ah ooh, yeah. <laughs> give me a can stand, <laughs> right? <laughs> also, guys, like I said, we our initiative lately has been share, 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 share. share. If you can't afford to buy in-your-face art. If you can't afford, to buy the Nerd Focus. You know what you can afford? You can hit that share button and send it to your friends. Send it to your family. Send it to that joker that's a hater. you be like, hey, I want you to hear this noise pollution to blow your head off. Send it to that hater. Send it to everybody that you like, dislike, indifferent about, associates with, work with. Just send it to everybody, man. Even your grandmother. She'll love us.
1: We're not going to be like that Twitch streamer young lady who berated her audience for not being able to donate her five bucks and say if they can't have five bucks and they're poor and they shouldn't be spending their time watching Twitch. They should be getting out jobs and stuff. And I'm saying, hey, everybody out there had different lives. You know, we don't know what your business, your social are. So, you know, just share. It's easy. It's free. Like, subscribe. You know, maybe, you know, send me hundred bucks. I don't know. You can do whatever you want. If you got it.
0: Whatever you feel like. I feel like, you know, we, 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 we're not there yet where we're doing a Patreon. But maybe one day it will come. Once we get our lives more synergetic and we can do extra content, we will then start maybe put on Patreon and y'all can get some extra content. But until then, if you could do the easy thing, just share. Just share. Easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and for those that do not know, like I talked about, my co host the geek, the Duke of all nerds. Jason, Jason, what's going on? Any other kind words besides sharing your nerd focus and then your face art? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I wish there was something else I could I could uh you know
1: plug in at this point. But hey, I'm just I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How how you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, man, I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful. We do have a jam packed show for you today. We are going to be jam reviewing packed. X. X I'm going to give the it to you. horror. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. The new horror classic. That lets you know what my review is going to be. Uh, we're always going to watch. Uh, next, we have DMV, which is on HBO na- uh, Max. And then the last thing we're going to review is Upload Season 2. And then the last thing we have is that we're going to talk about comments because we got a bunch of them. And <laughs> uh, I, love it, I, I, love it, I love it. I love I it. I love 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 it. You people uh, so are going to have to love that. it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. The internet is a cesspool full of terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so. With that said, go ahead and um, sit down, get comfortable, put your headphones in, turn up your your stereo pretty loud or your radio in your car because we're about to jump right into it. Um, starting off here, a group of actors sets out to make an adult film in rural Texas under the noses of their reclusive host. But when the elder couple catches their young guests in the act, the cast, the cast finds themselves in a desperate fight for their lives. That is the synopsis of X. Jason, as the resident, as I've donned you, as the resident horror movie hater, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, you know, oh, horror one. movies, I go first and I get it all off. I'm going to let you go first. What did you think of X? that we saw together in the same theater, ladies and gentlemen. So what did you think of X? Oh, your mic went muted. Hold on now. I got it. I got it. I'm
1: here. Am I here? Right. You hear me? Yep, yep, yep. Are you not gonna give me the one minute the one the one sentence
0: uh summary? One sentence summary. You, you know no. what, guys? I, I'm slacking. I'm slacking on my pipping, guys. <laughs> he is correct. Give us your one-sentence review of my one sentence su-
1: summary is uh old people having sex is gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my one sentence them- <laughs> review is gonna be porn plus horror sitting next to my buddy, felt uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't go watch this with your kids. I'll tell you that right now. Um
1: but look, all right. So we've we've reviewed a few horror movies on this show. Uh most recently has been the Texas cha- or Chess Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh this movie uh just blows that one out of the water, just like just sinks it just like just kills everything. It's just it's it's not even a close. And it's like they both take place in Texas. Why couldn't y'all do a better Texas chainsaw massacre movie? This would have been y'all could have just done this and they call it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and we would have ate it up. Um my one biggest gripe is this is an A24 movie and A24 movies they kind of they kind of like to take their time. They kind of like to build the tension, build build the atmosphere, build the 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 juice and, and then explode all at once just like you you holding it right when you're about to, you know, <laughs> just like oh, a a porno. Yeah, just like a porno. <laughs> So, uh, f- for some of us who might have a little bit of the attention deficit disorder, it might take a little bit of time before you get to something that's good and fun. And it, it, but up until then, a lot of the stuff that's going on is like great character development shit, and like you know, like building your your relationships with the people on screen, and saying and and actually making you care for them. But when they actually uh, you know, subsequently go and get their faces, you know stabbed in and their eyeballs gouged out or whatever happens to them in this movie so it, you know it's a lot of good stuff here I do for me personally feel it was a tad even though it only clocked into like what 130 minutes or like an hour and a half easily mm-hmm. it did feel because of the way it was shot it felt a little long to me personally I felt like they could have probably trimmed some of the fat a little bit a little bit of here or there but overall this shit is wild <laughs> this shit is crazy <laughs> it is nuts it is batshit insane. Like, this should not have worked at all, but it does. And, like, uh, it's 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 a, definitely a movie that is aware of what it's doing. It's aware that it's not taking itself seriously at some points, but it takes itself seriously at the points where it's supposed to take itself seriously. So you will probably see a couple of dongs. It's fine. <laughs> you know? You're definitely going to see some movies. So that's your thing. You know, it's going to be good for you. Uh, You're going to see some boobies you're not going to want to see. (laughs) So,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. In your opinion, that you don't want to see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, don't, there's probably some 80 year old dudes like that. I don't want to see that shit either. (laughs) I'm a freak of (laughs) all ages.
1: Only other gripe I have, uh, other than the fact for me, it felt, you know, that it was a little little bit too long in parts. Uh, The old people makeup effects are, a little bad. They're not the best. Uh but it does enough to sell the 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 cringiness of the whole entire thing. Personally they, for me they could just use old people, you know, instead of people in makeup, but a lot of the stuff they're getting onto, uh definitely with the the over the top look of how decrepitly old they are, it does definitely work for just to 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 ranch up the the weirdness of it. It's just uh it's just so like skin crawlingly weird. Um, I'm glad the black guy didn't do first too. So <laughs> it's <borderline. laughs> which was but,
0: played by Kit Cuddy. Shout out yeah. to Kid Cuddy.
1: But this this is definitely like a for, for the horror fans out there, you're gonna enjoy this one, especially when it starts getting going. And they have Chekhov's alligator and Chekhov's gun, both in this, which is always great. When they set up and then they pay it off, you know, they say here's the thing, and then you get a payoff, and you just ah, it's just chef's kids this is this is fun this is enjoyable movie for me go ahead
0: jason. all right man <laughs> this takes a lot of one out of my cells, but not quite hey look here man <laughs> as your wrestling horror movie genius your boy jason we in the building look i want to first and foremost start off with x and i want to say that <laughs> if she is not the queen she is definitely the princess Jenna Ortega gotta be oh, yes. the Scream Queen or Princess right now. If you don't think she's the Queen right now, she gotta be the Princess. And if you don't know she, who she is, she's the opening scene in Scream Five or Scream Two Thousand and Twenty Two. She's in Studio Sixty Six, the Foo Fighters movie that we that um that I saw, but we didn't review. She's in that, and she's in this. If she she is making her credentials as a Scream Queen very tough to beat. And there's another excellent performance by her in this. So I want to shout out, give her a shout-out in the beginning of that. Also, I love Britney Snow. I love, I, I think I reviewed one of my first reviews of this channel was hooking up. Um, that she's the star of, which I think would direct the DVD. But <laughs> the point is, I like Britney Snow from from Pitch Perfect to other various things that she's in. That's my girl. So having those two in here was already a win for me. But besides that, this movie starts off with a very homage almost parody feel to both the porn industry and the horror <laughs> movie industry, which is what you think those things don't go together very well, but somehow this movie makes it's it well. go to go very, very well. <laughs> I mean, and people are going to watch this go, well, where, where's homage to or the parody of the, the porn industry? Like this director really thought that people really watch porn for like the creative shots in <laughs> cinematography. We I all know we watch that stuff for. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Like I'm not shooting it like a typical one. I'm shooting it like eh, get out of here. But I do believe that it's it's a lot of directors that shoot those kind of movies. They act and feel the same way. So I thought that was pretty amusing. And then the parody in homage to the horror. It goes through so many levels. At one point, you're seeing through the eyes of the killer, very night, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, especially the sequels when you're you know Jason, a uh, very Michael Myers and Halloween, you know. So you have those things, but the, the rub is is that these killers in this movie are nothing like those other people. <laughs> like, <laughs> from physically to everything. So it does make it pretty awesome and pretty creepy at the same time. Is this movie, Scary. Because Oh, this is scary, scary. I think I might have jumped once or twice in the movie, but not from it being scary horror, but kind of like where I thought a jump scare should be. It was not really, but then it would follow with something that kind of shook me a bit, but it wasn't like horrifying it was just they he, he they played on my of our vibes of what a jump scare should be to a degree not as much as like the recent scream did the screen the recent scream really played into it like fight sucking oh. us out but this one does a little bit of here but it's contained into the story like i said and like i told a buddy when we watched it he's like oh the kills and all that was predictable once you pass 13 if you haven't figured out when people are going to die in a horror movie that's a you problem that's not the movie's <laughs> problem at this point now like
1: Come on, people! Gotta surprise you that people die in a horror movie,
0: <laughs> right? 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 Yes. Yeah, so, like, what? Um, <laughs> like, I was not expecting him to get the the pitchfork through the eyes. <laughs> right. Right. So, but for me, it, it's great, man. The gore level is is it is up, which There's I do enjoy. That stuff. the movie, I would almost say, <laughs> starts off more gory than it ends. I don't know if you got that vibe for like the earlier kills I, were way more gorier. Yeah, and, and I feel like that was a part of. Earlier the characters were going through a transition from almost being psychopath psychopathically sane to psychopathically insane. So that the earlier kills were them kind of getting out of the we're pretending to be good people, normal people, to being like, nah, this is something I've been waiting to get off my chest and literally in my body for a while. And now I'm gonna really live in this moment. Um One of the characters does a better dance in this than Leatherface does. That's a plus (laughs) for me. Uh, (laughs) So the part that me and Jason had the biggest disagreement about is that it is a part in the movie where it is a song. Now, I think that song is a, especially from the lyrics of it and to what you're seeing on the screen imagery wise, is the transition from the psychopathically sane person to them being psychopathically insane. I thought it was fitting. I thought it was a good clean, I thought it was good shots of how they do it because they do it very creative. I think we and you both agree about that. Yeah, they definitely do some like like, cool
1: wipes and stuff and like that, and like you know, some retro stuff. It's really, really interesting to watch.
0: But Jason feels like it's not needed in the the movie at all.
1: It's just like at that point, I'm like, Can we can we get to the kills now? And like because the scene, (laughs) especially the scene at well, the, the scene afterwards, after they got done singing, is a really interesting scene too, where they talk about sex and, like uh, you know, what it means to be, like, liberated and all the other good stuff. And this is, like, this thing just, for me, slowed the pace down so much. And I get it. It definitely shows, like, the the transformation of the main antagonist from just being a decrepit old person to being a crazy person. But it's just, like, I don't need no music numbers in my movies. I hate musicals. Fuck them. I don't want them. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I just, like, no singing,
0: period, unless it's Moana. <laughs> So yeah, we we differ on that one. Um, but again, I thought the, I thought it was a really good moment. Like you said, in the conversation after that one was very fun to have because it's supposed yeah. to take place in 1979 and in Texas. So this was a very good thing. So, well, Jason, you're not being discretionary because it's a horror movie. You love all horror movies. All right, it's some things <laughs> I didn't like in the movie. Number one is that one of the bigger plot points in this is that one of the the villains in here. Cannot please his wife. <laughs> and that leads to some turmoil. But a lot of the stuff this villain does is like, hold on, you, you should this way, should be able to pop that blue diamond yeah. and get it on. I know it wasn't around back then. It's a joke, people, relaxing and that. But give her the 30 he seconds to get it on so people
1: can live. <laughs> right, right,
0: right. And later on, we'll leave that for you guys because I don't want to go into my oh, spoilers. All right. No, spoil Another that. thing that I did not care for in there is that they make a connection in the movie from. The, uh, the preacher you'll see this preacher's sermons throughout uh. the, the movie they make a connection with it i, I didn't care for that I, I felt like that could have been left out and i think even having that preacher in there it literally like you said you know Chekhov's gator Chekhov's gun it literally plays to that because they don't present these people as overly religious like the people that live there as overly religious people, which would have been a thing that would have been like, oh, they're overly religious and how dare you shoot this smut film in our residence. But it yeah. wasn't played like that. No. So the only reason to have it in there is so that they can re- do the reveal at the end, which I thought was just, uh, I could have done without that. Uh, the tacky. other unbelievable thing that I didn't like on here was, which I thought was respect, but it's 1979. Ain't no black sheriff being in Texas <laughs> and, no, and not being no called the N-word Texas constantly. Yeah, and not being called the N-word constantly. <laughs> Get out of here! No, I can't believe it. I need more people. Um, and then the <laughs> the last part I had about it, and we talked about this. There is a post credit scene in this. Oh, it's so this great! This post credit scene <laughs> is awesome. The problem is, is that that post credit scene is so awesome. I rather they would have made that movie that we would have watched <laughs> rather than the movie that we watched. And I think this movie was awesome. I just think the post credit scenes movie is awesome. It is
1: more insane than the previous stuff that we just watched. <laughs> Which was already pretty insane.
0: <laughs> Which I think if that would have happened, I I, and I I get why they released this one first, because if you would have seen that other movie first, this movie wouldn't have had any kind of quote unquote surprises, because you would have yeah, known. Oh, the, that, that character is that character. So I get it. So, but it is a post credit scene. Stick around for that. You'll love it, enjoy it. So that is uh, that is my review of. Yes. Here's the funny thing because we were we
1: were just sitting there talking, and in the whole entire theater, like. Clears out while we're sitting there just talking about this. So we weren't even expecting this little little uh you know snippet at the end, and then this glorious, you know, yeah. weird and violent thing comes on, and we're just like, What the fuck is this? Like we're right. right. Like... And I then no like one in our got to see it because they it just got shame. up
0: and left, and, and it was like, yeah. oh
1: my god. So, I like, feel like Marvel I mean, is training means-
0: industry that we have to stay now. We have to stay through yeah. everybody's credits, everybody, which is a good thing, and, you know, honestly. And I will give Marvel this one thing because I know people, I, I think this is the only show that we don't suck off Marvel, we don't suck off WB. We keep it real. we like it, we like it. we don't, we don't. The one good thing I think about Marvel is done with having mid credit and post credit scenes is that it does make you sit through the credits and at least, even if you're halfway paying attention you'll see names of people who contributed to these movies that you normally would never sit through. Because I've gone for years watching movie theaters. As soon as those credits roll, I'm out the door. I do respect that Marvel has made in credit scenes that makes you at least have to sit there and admire all the people that attempt to make that product on the screen. Regardless if it's bad, great, indifferent, it still takes a bunch of people to make that on screen. So I do love that Marvel's trained us to sit and watch those because I do feel like those people do deserve their moment Even if it's not us fully paying attention, at least they still deserve their moment. And sorry, that was my my soapbox. Removing for smaller,
1: even for smaller movies, there's still hundreds of people who who work, who put in lots of hours. You know, spend time away from their families. You know, just to give us, you know, things to watch and entertain us. You know, so like they definitely, and it's great to, you know, have some reason to sit there and like at least somewhat pay attention to the those people who, you know, they're not on screen. You know. You know, they're not Leonardo DiCaprio or anything, but their work is just as important, if not in some cases more important, because it brings us the things that we enjoyed, you know, watching. So, yeah, this, you know, after credit scenes may suck for the ushers of the movie theaters, because they're like, we just want to get this shit clean. <laughs> but for the uh, unseen heroes of the movie industry, we're we're with you right on.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Jason, what are you giving X? I will give it a three point five only because I cannot give it a four because I've seen things that I can't unsee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm I'm giving it I wanna give it a four point five so 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 badly, but I'm gonna give it a, a four point two because unlike Jason, I don't mind some old saggy, nasty <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> down and dirty horror movies,
1: uh, just, uh... horror movies. I don't mind them at all.
0: (laughs) I'm so down and dirty. (laughs) Uh, With that being said, I definitely recommend going to see X if you can go see it in your theaters, man. It's going to give it to you. (laughs) DMZ is set in a future dystopia where a second American civil war is raging across the country. In this bleak post-apocalyptic world, medic Alma Ortega loses her son during the evacuation of New York City. And so, despite the horrors and chaos of war, she sets out to find him. Uh, what's it? This review? What would you get? What is your answer at this review, Jason? Why is it Benjamin Bratt more famous? <laughs> mm, that is a very good question. Also, DMZ is on HBO Max. My answer to this review of DMZ would be: Why is Rosario Dawson so beautiful, but looks like the same age as her son? they both flip about 45 minutes right right Jason what is your review of DMZ
1: so the first four episodes are on HBO Max I only was able to see the first two uh, because I ran out of time had a lot of kids birthday parties to go to Uh, but like this sort of genre stuff that I really like yeah fuck them kids (laughs) but this sort of genre is like the stuff that I really like to watch you know like the whole idea of like how uh we're going to get through a very very like almost like a time that we don't really see in america and especially in this show this takes place eight years after the bad thing has happened so these people are are eight years prior to all the stuff that normally in most of these things we'd be privy to at first uh so like this genre already has me like kind of um you know at least intrigued in a way um for the first few episodes, there's some things that are like, wow, that solved itself very quickly. Uh <laughs> you know um, barely so inconvenienced. This, yeah, it's barely inconvenienced. You know, this girl, like you she goes into the um the DMZ, which is Manhattan, which I don't understand why anybody would abandon like the financial center of the country, even if there was a civil war, but still. She goes into the DMZ to find her son, and you find out like her like the very first scene, you think. That you know, she somehow lost her kid, who is a, you know like a teenager at this point. He's a he's almost grown, <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like and that like sort of like thing always like irks me. It's like hold on to your kids during an apocalypse, y'all. Like don't get in front of them and be like oh I don't, they weren't behind me, but then you find out later like there's a reason for why you know that happens. So at first I was like she dumb but then it's like okay i understand even though that kind of reasoning was also kind of dumb like y'all in a, an apocalypse are y'all gonna do this right now are y'all gonna <laughs> but you know that's either here or there but also in this there are some some times where the character where uh rosario dawson's character is just like not listening to the people who have been like in the situation for eight years and like just and ends up getting people killed because of it <laughs> it's, it's like yo you are new here like you don't know what's going on you don't know the rules stop just almost like it's really horrible for me to say this but like she's like a white girl <laughs> rolling through this like I know what I'm doing nothing can harm me and like everybody around <laughs> her just getting murdered like while she's got plot armor and, and in the end of the second episode is like yo like you've been here for two days and suddenly like everything's working out for you and like while well, everybody else has been you know struggling to just survive and so that's a little bit uh you know weird in the storytelling for me uh but there are some engaging things in there like the little boy i find his uh, whole little story very very engaging uh they do kind of spoil well not spoil but like show that things aren't what they seem for him like with the rest of the story very early on and i could think that maybe they could have stretched just a little bit further but you know this they're like hey we got a story to tell so fuck all this yeah here's everything here no more mystery let's keep going so that i i i don't like that aspect of it but everything else seems pretty cool uh so yeah I'm, i'm enjoying it it's not the best show in the world but like okay as i said to my one sentence Benjamin Bratt and this shit is just fucking great. <laughs> he's right, just right. awesome, you know. And like he, like, yeah, he's just fucking doing better than everybody else in the show. So that's that's also a plus. Just watching him on screen, it's just all sorts of greatness. So, yeah, that's my review of this. It's it's. I'm definitely gonna to after we're done with the show, watch the next two episodes just to see where this is going, whether or not I finished the whole entire season or not. Yeah, we don't know yet, but there's nothing egregiously bad about this for me as of right now. There's, it's just not really anything like that. Definitely, it's like, oh, I got to watch this That's right now. Right.
0: Know. So, yeah, it's it's fine. It's a fine show. It's a fine. Yeah. It's there. It's, <laughs> is DMZ better than TMZ? Absolutely, because TMZ is trash. Is it better <laughs> than DM, Is it better than DMX? No, because he's the man. You that is how I it. feel about this show. It's just it's there it is there i love rosario rosario dawson and i can't wait that she shows up as ahsoka and i think she's gonna do a great job in that i think she does a pretty good job here i just don't think it's anything interesting here the problem is is that you you they sell us a show pre preview wise and then when you get into the show It is a lot deeper and more complex, but not in a way that's intriguing and fun in a way that just makes you realize, I wish the show would have been what the preview was. Like they they pretty much, I would say this is what I gave the vibe of the show was for me. The vibe of the show made you feel like, Oh, what would happen if we followed I am legend once they made it to the community, like how would that world work? once all the world around them seems to be destroyed. Yeah. You get that here. But it's like, no, cool, have zombie vampire things. You just get a bunch of people walking and talking. And look, as a guy that loves Lord of the Rings, I'm all here for walking and talking <laughs> when cool stuff happens between the walking and talking. Only one time cool stuff really happens between the walking and talking is what partner Jason's talking about, where people are like, nah, you shouldn't do this. Stick to this. Use these lies to get by. Don't say this things. Hey, you don't <laughs> need to go in that area because and she just like you said, it's like ah, <laughs> those rules apply to apply you. To <laughs> you but don't to need to go in this area. <laughs> look, I'm not Sean Bean, so I'm definitely to start the show for more than one season. <laughs> so I'm going to go and do my thing, uh, and that's fine because I think it does build an attitude of this character. And when people seem to cast come, not don't say come to her, but seem to gravitate to her. You, it's believable because she does have a, a vibe about her, and I don't know if that's yeah. just a Rosario Dawson vibe or if the character's written that well that we feel that. So, and I think that's a product of all the walking and talking. The problem is, is that in this world, one, it is hard to believe a woman by herself can make that kind of gravitas and this kind of. And I'm not saying it's not really post-apocalyptic to a degree, but DMZ stands for Demilitarized Zone. The so rest of the world is still there. <laughs> right, right, right. This area just decided to be Seattle, but way further and decided to actually, you know, know how to run the city rather than, like, being like, oh, no, without the government's electricity and water, we're shot. Like, they, <laughs> well, they actually just to do. completed the, the process. So it, it it works on a level of that, and I, the stars in here are so good that it it's made carry me to watch further of it, but it doesn't have anything that I care about in the movie, because like you, in the show, because like you said, the thought was like, oh, she's going to go find her son. I'm like, oh, this would be a good thing to follow Rosario Dawson as she goes through the DMZ to these different places, is my thought. Like, yeah, fighting all, all these different, different dangers and stuff. Right, right. And how these different places inside the DMZ function and work in this world. Now, nah, you see about three places, like in the first two episodes, and that's pretty much it. And then, and then we find out what happened to her son. And it's like, oh, well, that's resolved. Won't she just <laughs> go home now? But then it's like, <laughs> she feels a bigger responsibility. And I'm like, to who and to what? You're all yeah. that you only—you made us think about in your first episode. Was your responsibility you was going to try to find your son? Granted, I know it was eight years later, but I—I I would understand that because they made it seem like it was hard to get into the DMZ. You had to know people that knew people. So yes, I felt like to make those connections would take a lot of years because people would have to learn to trust you enough to want to be able to show you how to do that because it seemed like they made it seem like it was illegal to go do this. So with all that being said, you get there and you realize that naturally, like all things. She has a history with the big with players in the DMZ. Every single with, big player. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> okay, well, what, then why did you go to the to the, the militarized zone? Like, why were you there then? Why didn't, why did, when you lost your son, you just thug it out in the DMZ? Because you seem to know everybody that made it pretty good out of it. Like, I, I, and this may, hey, look, and I want to say this to you guys. I only watch up to episode three. This show may explain all those things I'm talking about. But they do not make those things the mystery of the show, though. And that's the issue I have with it, is that mm-hmm. all these questions I just asked, if they were like, hey, being presented to us in tidbits to be like, yeah, you should have these questions, then I will be sitting in and say, oh, I want to see how this unfolds. But these questions aren't even asked or presented. They just, if you have any common sense mind, you just think this, and they just keep moving right along with the show. Like, we shouldn't even care about the stuff we just talked about. Um, it, it it just yeah I, I agree with you with the Benjamin Bratt thing I mean that it, it's he's been too good for too long for him not to have his due I understand he was in Catwoman we forgave Holly Berry let's forgive him too <laughs> let's forgive uh, Bratt <laughs> <laughs> we forgave we forgave fucking you know
1: George Clooney but you know of course we're gonna forgive George Clooney because you know it's George Clooney so we should right, forgive Benjamin Bratt right.
0: Right? <laughs> right 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 uh, but other than that man that's just that, that that's my my thoughts on it, man. And you have anything to add or we want to go into the review? Yeah, like uh into mean, the uh rating, excuse me.
1: Uh, the, the one thing I want to add is uh because of the way that she loses her son, uh, and we find out in the second episode why mm-hmm. that happens, it intrigues me to think that maybe our our protagonist is not the reliable narrator that she we think mm-hmm. she is. That we are seeing things play out and we're supposed to think a certain way about her but maybe that we're going to find out later that she is not the person that's being presented to us. And that, and I hope that is the case, because that would be a very intriguing thing to do. Because right now, she is this white knight, and you're mm-hmm. like, why would you make this choice if she's such a good person? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Especially when there are bullets and shit flying at you, and you're just like, ah, I don't know. So I'm hoping that like there is definitely going to be a heel turn later down the line. And that will be why everything was like that. That would be the biggest hint to it to it. So mm. there could be a heel turn down line. And I hope that maybe because that would be a cool thing to see. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I'm I'm hoping that's something that we're we'll
0: see later. Well, no, as like I said again, it's on HBO Max. And I think DMZ is a DC comics, like yeah. oh, okay. Just it so was a... know more that this is an original IP. This there's a comic book IP. Yeah,
1: because nothing's original. <laughs>
0: yeah, 100%. All right, what would you rate DMZ,
1: Jason? Oh, let's go with like a 2.5 out of 5. You know, it's not bad. It's just not, there's not, it's not really like enough to like grab you by the
0: balls. you like, I gotta
1: watch the next episode. Like, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, if only it's there, she it's would good, grab me by the balls, that oh, would man. make me want to watch the next episode. I feel like, uh, I feel like Rosario uh, Dawson's hands would be pretty rough, though. I don't know I'm why. i for it. I'm here for that. Look, look, I'm black. I carry this right beside me down here, man. He's like, here you go. Like, I got the real I got the real rough stuff, like the eczema cream version. So, like, yeah, go rub this are, on your hands real quick before yeah, you rub yeah, rubbing my slide face. Those things right on there and watch episode four with her. Uh, because <laughs> I'm giving it a 1.5. It only gave it a 0.5 because maybe the stuff I'm talking about and complaining about gets expanded upon for the rest of the season. I highly doubt it, but maybe I it, it will. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a 1.5, reserving it the right that once the series ends, because we usually do a follow up, and we may, I may drop my score even lower.
1: <laughs> let's also 100% keep this black as well. This show is executive produced by Ava DuVernay. Duv- I can't yeah, pronounce yep. her last name. Uh, you know, she done. You know, uh, when they see us, you know, the 13 mm. documentary. You know, she's she's out there. You know, a black woman. You know, getting DC properties and shit.
0: That's awesome. But, you know, sometimes you got to try a little bit better. <laughs> look, I mean, and, and, I, and I'm going to say this, and I know people, look, you see, and I hate being this dude. You know, I hate being this dude. I hate being this dude because I feel like me being a black man, me loving black people, and loving all things black, but also being married to a white woman. When I say these harsh things, people, I feel it's like they think, sound. oh, that's just, yeah, yeah. Like, Uncle oh, you're a sellout. You Uncle yeah, Ruckus yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> but, Okay, 13, the 13th was, was cool. The Netflix thing, it was kind of boring, but very educational, but it was cool. It was a documentary, and also, it was supposed to be teaching. All right. Wrinkle in Time with some butt cheeks.
1: Oh, wrinkle in Time was terrible. <laughs> well, was my bad.
0: daughters enjoyed it, but it was like, because <laughs> they don't know no better, and it was like, oh, it's a dragon, and it's giants, and, but wrinkle in Time with some butt cheeks. This new one, Naomi on the WB, it ain't it ain't looking too good for me. I had, I had to stop watching it, and I said I'll wait till the season then to pick it back up. And she's she has her hand in that. Um, when they see us, is a is a great great show. I can't say nothing master's. about it. It, it. It's it's amazing. Selma, she is, is really inconsistent good at best. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's just all right. Colin Black and White. That's just some butt cheeks, guys. I'm, I'm and I love Colin Cabernet. That's just some butt cheeks, man. Like, I got my own things that I agree with Colin on, but come on, man. It's some butt cheeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> the point I'm getting to, yes, Jason. Queen Sugar, great. 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 I think Queen Sugar is yeah. one of the one of the best shows that nobody talks about that, that should be watched. My point I'm getting to is like <sighs> and then she came up with those comments not a long time back, a while back, where like, like, you know, black folks, we, we call people, oh, that's auntie, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, we got people that's in the game that we just, like, call aunt and uncle. And she was like, oh, I don't want to be nobody aunt. I still think I'm sexy and vibrant. I want to like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you would still be a fine-ass aunt. Like, yeah. if you trying to say in the culture, you make us feel so much like family from the things that you do, say, and how you act and what you represent, that, like, we, like, everybody feels like you family. Like, I feel like she, she knows that, and I know she knows that. But I feel like the response to that was very, like, suspect for me. (laughs) And then when I see these trash-ass movies and stuff, and i would be like, all right, Ava, I got you on notice, man. I don't want a Michael B. Jordan you, bruh. (laughs) And if nobody don't know, I I say Michael B. Jordan can't act. And I think he's just popular because they need a black face. Ava feels very, um, we just need a black director, and she's a woman. Yeah, she should do this. And I'm not saying it's there yet. I'm just saying I'm starting to trend. Into that motion, and I don't want to, but I just want to put everybody on notice that when she if she get there, I'm gonna announce it, and y'all gonna be mad at me. But I'm gonna just keep it real with myself. I'm just gonna have to put it there. And let me get it. Let me just get it straight too. We are a blurb show. It's a bunch of white people. I feel like this about.
1: But, and, when <laughs> All they, sorts. and when
0: and when they, and when they make movies and we review them, I will be quick to call eight. Hey, they asses out. But I just Ron want Howard. to put that out there for me.
1: <laughs>
0: uh Sorry, that was my out. tandem. Sorry. <laughs> Let's
1: also be clear, for at least from my standpoint, uh, she's she's still better than Tyler Perry. She, her track record is still better than Tyler Perry's. All right, <laughs> <laughs> back, let's, back. let's just be honest. Back. You know, she may be she may be inconsistent, but like still, some of the stuff is that she has created has been better than the entire
0: catalog of Tyler Perry's movies and, and properties. And I, that is a very good statement. I can't I can't lie on that one. I, I'll give you that one. That's so a we might a see in star. the future
1: where this, this, is, this leads, you know, could she, you know, be the next, I don't know. I, I can't even think of like Mar- Melvin band peoples. I don't know, mm. <laughs> but you That's know, funny you
0: mentioned it. I was just watching an episode of living single where uh, Regina was dating Melvin and Marvin uh, band peoples, like dating the, the pops and the son. It was a really good episode of Living Single. All but it's just funny that, that you brought part. that up when I just watched <laughs> that episode this morning. And I was like, oh, I forgot they was on this show. And I forgot how good this episode was. But sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, the things we remember. All right. <laughs> upload Season 2. Eight, uh, let's see. Upload Season 2 is about the ability for humans to upload themselves into programming that Allows the user to never die and continue to be with his friends and family. Upload is a sci fi comedy com rom about classism, love, and murder. Dun, dun, dun. murder. Jason, what is your one sentence review of Upload season two?
1: Man, that girl is fine as hell. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. What? That makes <laughs> it, it she is so. Beautiful, <laughs> it makes me angry that I am alone and sad
0: in my life. <laughs> that's uh, how he's not a real person. Season two is why is it all of a sudden this white dude gonna have two women and one of them is a good woman? <laughs> now, that's why, because uh, I got issues with this season and I'm gonna I'm a start for once because god damn it, look. <laughs> I never watched upload. My wife watched upload season one. Jason says, Hey, last week, upload season two is like, Well, you watch it. I'm like, No, nah, I don't watch it. But for the show, I watch it. So I've been season one. Boy, when I tell you, I was like, Oh my God. It's just awesome. Like, I was there for it. I was, I'm I, 100%, season one is so good. And mm-hmm. one day we should just review season one. Season one ends on the cliffhanger. Great cliffhanger to end on. For how they set it up in the season stuff. Season two comes, so I'm ready. So that's for the season one. I roll right into season two. I'm ready. Season two has so many issues, and the biggest issue is it suffers from what I always call, if we were making a trilogy of movies, that number two movie where it's like, we got all the big stuff coming in the third one, so we got a tread water in this second one. Season two is the most treadingest, waterness season I've seen in TV in a very long time. It's So you leave with the Nora and old boy thing being on the ropes, but we know that we know why it's the way it is. And she goes off into this, you know, zealotry, no technology forestry area. And I was with it. I'm like, oh, this is dope. We're going to see other parts of this world than the parts that we've seen in the show. But god damn it, we knew they were going to be zealots and terrorists. God damn it, can't people just be like we off the grid living our lives and we just chill? Nope, 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 that can't be that. They got to be something else because you know why we can't have people be good people, they got to be a bad guy to make the system seem hey, the system is just as bad as the non system. Okay, you're gonna give me that. I'm gonna rock with it, I'm gonna with it. Let's do that. We spend so much time shredding water on the Noor and the Oh Boy thing, that, like, waiting for them to interact again, waiting for them to clear up the miscommunication from the end of season one. And that's, I feel like they do, but they don't even really do it in the way that you want. Like, you spent season one building up this romance and building up this connection, and it's the strongest thing of this whole show, and you spend all season two not acknowledging it and not having it, and when you finally get back to it, I hate to say, like, I feel like, Some of the magic is gone for me once (laughs) you finally get it. Like Season two is supposed to end with this moment. Like, not the end ending, but a moment at the last episode is supposed to be the moment. We're all supposed to, like you said, we were talking wrestling terms, we're supposed to pop for. We're supposed to be Mm -hmm. happy this finally got to happen because it's been so earned. But I was so distraught about season two's BS that I kind of was like, I I I don't feel like it's earned anymore. And why is it not earned anymore? Because you interject. The girlfriend character, which I think was a great way to interject her with what she's doing, but the most important and the, probably the most interesting thing about the girlfriend character being interjected, they just do it in one episode and they never really talk about it again, and that's the key moment that makes the girlfriend character go from just somebody he's trying to get the fuck out of here to being like someone he actually starts caring for again is when she body swaps. Yeah. And that's the part the most interesting thing going with her, but it's never really addressed and fleshed out again because that was when she goes from the character that he just can't stand to him being like, "Oh, I think I'm, I'm back feeling for her again because she's awesome again." She, I can't believe she went along with this, and she was, but it wasn't even a real character, which the audience knows, and that's cool, but that's that's never even addressed again. It's like <laughs> nothing, and he doesn't even mention something to be like, "Oh man, you're acting so much different." Like, the, yeah, like it's so, never any... So much cooler now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's never any payoff or anything for that. So, I, I, as you can tell from what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, like, I, I just, I, I didn't like season two. I It almost makes me not even want to watch season three. And the only reason I'll probably end up watching season three is one, we'll probably review it. But then two, season one was so good that I would think that maybe they can re, re-channel that magic. But... I don't think they can because I think so much of season one was built off of those two characters' chemistry and seeing that romance and seeing it build, that now that they've built it and it's already established, like I don't know what else is left for them really to do. And then on top of all of that, the murder mystery, as far as I'm concerned, is pretty much already done in my eyes. And season two kind of so, wraps that
1: up. I
0: mean, like they do not even it, like, talk
1: about it really until the very end. And it's like, yeah. yo, This is
0: like, <laughs> so like, once once revealed his part in all of this stuff, I feel like for me you lose the sympathy of the audience to care why while he was being why he got set up for murder. Like once it was established that he made this move that was kind of shady,
1: yeah.
0: You're like, oh well. I mean, he got. What, I, I, I hate to say it, he got what was coming for coming to him <laughs> for being a shady karma got his ass. So I, I don't know, my guy. I, I it, hopefully Jason loved the season so that way. I can get redeemed for me shitting on it so bad, like I just said. <laughs> um, so Jason, what is what do you think about season two of Upload?
1: I mean, it's I your your gripes and your concerns are definitely I can definitely one hundred percent agree with them. Uh, this does definitely after like sitting with it because I watched this whole entire season in like one sitting, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it's and I for me I felt like it was too short of a season and they didn't really move the story along enough to justify it being this, this short it's only seven mm-hmm. episodes. The episodes are only 30 minutes or really like 22 minutes. If you really like, cause it's, you know, so it's not like you can literally just see this whole season and still have the rest of the day to do, go do something if you wanted to. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and like they didn't progress it enough, especially after the, all the stuff that happened in season one, and You land on this just this kind of cliffhanger, and then you start season two, and it's like that seemed like it was, you know, as I said, barely any convenience. And it's back to square one, uh, in season two, and it's still kind of treading the same water over and over again. So it's it's it was definitely kind of a disappointment because we didn't really get to the answers and to the really meat of it that they were setting up in season one. But on the other hand, fucking Robbie Emil. And Andy Ello are so fucking charming in this shit that it's like hard not to watch
0: them. <laughs> and pretty much, they are. I agree with that. I 100 <laughs> agree that like them as individuals are charming. I just again, I didn't buy the reconnect as well as when I did in season but one. I, and maybe I also think
1: in this one, they also do a little bit better with kind of some of the uh, answerly characters. Like the AI Butler is definitely getting more of uh, of a play in this you definitely see there's more to fastest to like him other than just being just there because he's mm-hmm. you know so i thought that was interesting uh and but yeah it's i mean i just i i just enjoy the show itself that uh, it will probably carry me to season three just because i enjoy watching these characters you know just live in this world but it for the overall the season was definitely a disappointment um, and yeah, the whole thing, these, 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 uh, eco-terrorists are just like, there's no gradient in their mind. They're like, oh, all the people that use this are bad. And it's like, you know, we know that like a lot of these people are there not because they're rich and they can afford it, but they're there out of circumstances. They're out of their control and they're just trying to exist, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And they're just like, nope, fuck them. They're all bad. You know? And it's like, you know, Fucking you know, like, the one dude, his best friend was a freaking uh military guy who dies in service <laughs> you know, and like that was his reward for dying and for this country was getting you know, this, you know, package level and, and, you know but, other than that, yeah, it's just I hope, it seems to me like they had all of season one planned out but they didn't think they were going to get to season two so they had right. everything they planned it out, you know, all these cool twists and turns and shit. And like, cool, we don't have to do anything else because, you know, we're going to have it out there. It's going to be cool. It's going to look good on our resumes so we can get another show. But we're not going to do a season two. And they're like, no, nah, this shit is fun. It's great. It's awesome. You're going to get a season two. They're like, fuck,
0: what are we going to do now? <laughs> also, let me let me jump in real quick. because I think also season one works so well, to your point, is that everything that's happening in season one, is new to us as the viewer too. Yeah. So a lot of the runtime in season one is just explaining or showing how this whole world thing works. And that yeah. cuts out, I mean, that's pretty much almost three, four episodes right there of season one, of just explaining how this works, it's just him ha- building that yeah. credibility for us with Angel and et cetera, et cetera. But go ahead, my bad. But yeah, it just seems like in this one they just, like, they didn't
1: have a plan for season two and they just like, oh, that's probably why it's seven episodes, because like, oh shit, we only got Seven because it's been like two years since the shit was on season one came out so mm. so it, it, it definitely stinks of, of not having a plan and I hope maybe they can get the they can write the train in season three because this definitely feels like this ep- <laughs> right the this train season def- uh-huh. yeah <laughs> this episode <laughs> definitely seems like you know or this this season definitely seems like it's been truncated because they just did not know what else to put on there and they had to do something so, I hope it gets better because uh, these characters are fun to watch. Uh, the world is, is kind of fun, even though it's kind of like a nightmare. I would hate to live in this reality. <laughs> but mm-hmm, it's kind of fun mm-hmm. to watch. And, you know, the humor is very, very good. It's just like the story overall has been lackluster.
0: So, Look, uh, I also, do want to make sure I shout out that uh, Alicia is fine as hell. And I love her yeah. character in this. Um, <laughs> she is She's definitely got to glow up cool. in this season. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, their boss is really dope, too. And then uh, <laughs> I want to give a, a small shout-out to my man, Chris Williams, that's playing um, Nora's dad. He, you know, I like Chris Williams. He, he's a funny dude. I've seen him as He's in it in two episodes. <laughs> yep. And then the last Enough. one is my man, Byron. Boy, I wish I could get more Byron, boy. Boy, Byron's so funny. And he shows that if you want an insight into that world, like how that world functions outside of that job, Byron's that. And I I love when he's in it because, like, the interactions with him and Nora are so great (laughs) because we've we've grown into a society where human interaction is only technology based. So in person, like, we don't really know how to do this, and it's so great. And that's all in season one. And so I can say there's so many jewels in season one that make it work. And I think a lot of the jewels work because we're trying to learn this world and they're giving us so much to learn this world with, with season two. I think they overestimate how comfortable we are in this world. And they do so many things that I think don't endear us to this world as much as season one did. But um, again, like I said, I'm, I'm going to watch season three because off the strip of how good season one was. And I think mm-hmm. all series could take a stumble and rebound pretty well. Um, but if you had to give this a rating, Jason, what would you rate season two I'm,
1: of upload? I'm going to give this a two out of five because of the the nature of the whole entire thing, even though like, I like watching the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do enjoy mm-hmm. watching the show, but the whole entire story arc of this season has just been, mm-mm. it's been bad. I mean, not in I'm a right bad there. way, but it's just bad.
0: <laughs> not in a bad I'm right way. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you, I'm right there with you, man. I'm going to give it a, um, um, uh, Two point five, man. I think just it got to give me a little bit more, man. And I think some of the the things that we bought into on in season one, I think they kind of flushed down the toilet a bit. And now I need them to plunge it back up and let us sit with that shit. You like what I did there. All right, <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into comments. You guys at the comments, um, yes. Jason. If you like to give a one sentence review of. Some of the comments that you've heard so far, what would it be? Uh, some of y'all need to wash y'all's ass because <laughs> y'all been sitting <laughs> in your computers too long. <laughs> My so what's in this review of the comments would be? I feel like the Riddler that we put out a message, and now we're getting all the people that agree with our message. Now we just need to take up arms and fight the bat. Uh, <laughs> <that's what> I- <laughs> All right, guys. Again, like I said, I do appreciate that you guys send in comments. So we're going to read yes, some of these it's great. comments <laughs> off. Uh, let's go. This is, let me, So I'm breaking out my app here to get this taken care of for you guys. Wow. I mean, it's just. So let's go ahead and start. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and start with. This gentleman's name is Charles Lowe. I could be a lady, My you don't know. <laughs> yep, Charles Lowe. So, bruh, <laughs> this review is off of the Batman that we did. Bruh, don't you get it? That's all part of the grounded realism that the movie is trying to portray. See, WB actually used bat sleeping gas on the audience so that we can feel what it's like to be knocked out by the <laughs> Batman. I can't believe y'all didn't get it. Look, I'm gonna tell you this, Mr. Charles Lowe. I'm glad someone other people were bored just as we were, but also I would reach out to Mr. Charles Lowe and told him anytime he wants to show up on the show and do some (laughs) reviews for me, I'm here for it. But what do you think about (laughs) Mr. Lowe's comment?
1: Uh yeah, uh that's it was kind of like being choked out by the Batman. I I now know what the criminals in Gotham go through (laughs) by watching that movie. Though there are some great parts to it,
0: guys. There's some parts that I did like, but yeah, it was it was long. (laughs) All right. So this one is uh, Karma, Karmas, uh, Karmas facts, and sh- they wrote in a uh, comment on our review of "I Trapped the Devil." So that was the way he's back we did that. Jeez, yep, yep, yep. The review is this was just a bad ripoff of the Twilight Zone, and all the positive reviews were from people who went to film school with the creators. It's just <laughs> mediocre. Ooh. She busts wow. that one. What do you think about that, Jason? <laughs> Damn, she going for fucking body blows. She, she's like, I'm getting them all. <laughs> off. <Fuck> off. <laughs> all right. Hey, look, I like I I trapped the devil, and yes, I watched a lot of Twilight Zone. And is it a ripoff of Twilight Zone? Yes. And they just expanded upon the premise over 30 minutes. Absolutely. Mm. I think it's just a good movie and it's an attention written movie. And I didn't go to any film school. I just watch a lot of films. <laughs> and maybe you need to school us on why this is movie disliked. And I would love, like we always say, love to have you on the show. And we would just put out a segment where you tell us why this movie sucks and it's overrated and why we don't understand why it's not good. And I would love to hear it. I mean, you'll be wrong and we'll argue with you. Yeah, But at least wrong. you will have your voice and <laughs> tell us that we are <laughs> hacks and we're pieces of crap for liking that movie.
1: <laughs> Look, we are not paid by any sort of uh, movie outlet to review movies in a positive light. But if they do want to pay us, and we will definitely go ahead and be like, yeah, this movie's great, even if it sucks. But you got to pay <laughs> us first. I'm willing to sell out 100%.
0: <laughs> Me not so much, but Jason at least put it on the line and said he will be. All right. The next <laughs> couple of reviews we got coming on here are from The Batman. So hold on tight. Oh, shit. We're no, gonna,
1: no, that, I was gonna say this for this. This is a comment from the actual
0: Batman. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I, I don't wish, want to smoke, I Bruce. <laughs> I wish one of the comments is from the Golden God Godzilla. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bruh, subscribe immediately. Regular brothers from around the way always speak the truth, keep making videos. And he gave us the Black Fist. Mm, okay, yeah. the, Golden, the Golden Godzilla, you are honorary member of the N Word for Nerd podcast crew. Come through anytime, my man. We here for you, man. My dollar. Thirty-eight dollars. years yeah. of my life, I'm finally being accepted by black people. Oh, this is so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when we see you at the cookout, bro, we're going to chop it up more. You get an the next extra what we plate. Got... <laughs> <laughs> the next one we got is from R.S. Again, this is about the Batman. One of this R.S. Stein. You think it's R.S. Stein? I don't. Nah, no, that'd be R.L. Stein. I mean, RS, it's the hood version of the RS. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, it's definitely Robert Stein. is definitely just going by RS (laughs) on on YouTube, watching (laughs) podcasts and shit. Thank you, Mr. Stein. Come on in here. Love
0: Goosebumps, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) No, his his version is called The Chills. Yeah. You know, when we get the chills, you are like, oh, I got chills. Yeah, yeah. You get the chills from cops being around, racism. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Or it just got too cold real quick for you. You're like, damn. It's chilly out yeah, here. It's six nippy. degrees out here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. R S goes, you're definitely not the only one. I took a nap, and Batman is my favorite character of all time. Been a lifelong fan since 1984. The movie has been overhyped by the internet.
1: Damn. I can agree with that. Uh, uh there are people out. I mean, may, maybe it's just me, because you know, there's some people out there on the internet who are just like, This is the best thing I ever had. Ah, they're and I'm like, calm down. <laughs>
0: There's some great stuff. Uh, it's the best. I don't know. All right. We got uh, actually somebody replied to even that comment. Uh, Auntie Ziviner Zav- Joker. Auntie. Uh, just, yeah. Give, give me that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Auntie. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, what good stuff? Question mark. I don't see myself ever watching it again. Color scheme, acting, question mark. Whatever, even more boring than the Justice League. Ooh. 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 I don't think the Justice League was ever boring. I think it was just a no. poor movie. It was, but, yeah,
1: it's not boring. It's for that's not a thing that I would give that. Um, but she might be right that it is more boring than the Justice League.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the Justice League is boring though. I think the exactly a bad movie. Oh yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> so she uh, might be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, James Stevens, look, man, he may, he just Steve's. like my, our man, you know, just like our man, the golden Godzilla. He may get that award of the year. Yeah. Black YouTube is the only honest YouTube. This again, from my Batman review. So he, he understands <laughs> real recognizes real. And yeah. we was looking familiar to him. That's all that. Mean. <laughs> That's all that. Mean, you know, um, next one we got I mean, is from Jay Williams. Jay Williams. All right. Thanks for, <laughs> Thanks for the review. Thanks for the review. Agree, very overrated film. Definitely doesn't have rewatchability. So kind of agree. Williams, I don't. It's probably going to be a, a long time before I watch this movie again, just Facts. so I can forget and get my
1: three hours back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fact, we need to reclaim our time now. I spent Great some time. time on this, so I need to reclaim my time, <laughs> WB. <laughs> I don't even want my money back. I just want my time <laughs> <Just> back. <That's- laughs> reclaim my time. <laughs> this is not go against my time. I'm reclaiming my time. <laughs> the next one we got is for Jamon John. Okay. I like how his name just flows. Jamon John. Jaman John. Hey, Jamon. But, but Jamon John gets salty when I ask. Us. he goes, yes, you were the only one. So we're the only one that thought it was boring. But Jamon, oh. here's a funny thing. We got a lot of comments behind you that agrees <laughs> with us. Yeah, Jamon. Now we're going to make fun of your name, Jamon. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't drink the Kool-Aid, Jamon.
1: Yeah. Don't drink the <laughs> Bobby out there straightening his hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. man. Evo Gamer R. He goes, animated series and Arkham series are the best depiction of Batman. Look, brother, you ain't going to get no argument from me. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I I would argue against that and say that the Batman animated series is the best depiction of Batman. What you saying? Animated yeah. series and Arkham. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. to argue. And because they
1: also have Kevin Conroy in both of them, so I mean,
0: yeah. There you go. There
1: you go. Why don't they All even right, put him in be... the movies, though? Like, like they could like throw him a bone and just have him like in the background, just staring goofily, like, well, hey, it's Kevin. <laughs>
0: CW put him in their uh, crossover event. Yeah, that's played, CW uh, Bruce Wayne from the Kingdom of. Uh... Uh, for the Kingdom Come uh universe, he yeah, plays they were like, oh, we
1: got an extra four th- four hundred bucks to spend. You want to come on this show? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure his time was worth more than that. <laughs>
1: no. Jason, he's uh, like sitting eating fucking dog food out of care. Like, hell yeah, I got
0: this. <laughs> said dog food out of a care. What do you think he did with his money? <laughs> they didn't pay him shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, he, well, like, the, 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 the animated actor. series had to pay him some residuals or something, right? Nah, they don't. They don't pay him shit.
1: I don't know. I don't know any, anything about his his financial standings. I just know that Hollywood is notoriously grimy when it comes to voice actors. So
0: and that he's eating out of a can, uh, <laughs> Dog, dog, dog food here, out of a can. Look, <laughs> look here, <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of Justice review. We had a comment from them, uh, John Wide. I only want to know why you wide, John. Why skinny in your photos, So I don't even know what that. Look, um, top notch review. So, hey John, I appreciate it, man. We try our hey, best, man. Here's a hug. <laughs> they're not all winners, but we try our best. Oh man, we got like the thing that just will never die ever. We got a review Halloween, for Halloween Kills. Halloween
1: Kills, damn, yep, yep, <laughs> they're yep. still coming from.
0: Anthony Let it go, people. latchick <laughs> no, I'm fine for here. Le- Le- uh, Anthony Lakitch, Le- 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 Lakitch, Le- I believe is his name. Okay. Um, here's a good review, man. I-, I like the yeah. So let's just get into it. Uh, subbed. So, hey, that's what up. You subscribe. We appreciate it, Anthony. Welcome to the team, brother. Damn, it's like you guys had box seats in my head as I watched <laughs> Halloween Kills on opening day. And fell asleep in the middle of it. And I'm 43. I've seen all the Halloween and Friday the 13th movies and other horror movies because I worked at Hollywood fucking video. He says Holy that. I don't think like, he puts Hollywood it in Hollywood fucking video. Fucking video. Not that's not my listed. man. That's what I'm That's what my son, Hollywood, Hollywood video. fucking video. Well, <laughs> uh, come on, brother, you giving it up to us? I love it. In the <laughs> mid to late '90s, I have watched tons of movies, but good review. And it ends is going to suck. Halloween ends. That is, yeah, it's going to it's suck. Unless they bring it back to how Halloween 2018 was, but jumps, uh, but but kills, jump the shark, <laughs> teabagged its mom and punched the baby. <laughs> Damn, and look right at his fans and said, just wait till you see what I do when Halloween ends. <laughs> you think so this those, is be honest, Because I fucked up the reading of this. So let me remind this for everybody goes. He goes, uh, but Kills jumped the shark, teabagged his mom, and punched the baby, and then looked right at the fans and said, just wait till you see what I do when Halloween ends. Jesus. Christ. Okay, I just want to give a moment. Round of applause for just you, murdered that, you killed that, you did that. What I say, you did that, Anthony. Same thing. You are welcome to come on the show anytime you want. I'll, I'm going to come respond to your comment. I'll make sure I put my email in there. And if you want to come on for the the next horror movie, we may have a chance to review. Bring your ass because we need. I you. feel like uh, <laughs>
1: working working in a Hollywood video in the '90s is equivalent to being a PA on like a movie set. <laughs> like, right.
0: right. <laughs> All right. Um, wow, we're going back to the Batman. And, Batman. and this is a comment I did share with you. So we're going to go back to it. It's got, the guy's name is Ra-Ro. R-A-R-O. So ra or maybe it was Ra-Row, like scooby <laughs> Anyway, he, he, he goes in hard, too. I found the movie to be boring. Everything was seen in the trailer action-wise, mostly the suits, <laughs> Mostly the suits to be cheap and whack-looking, especially the Riddler. It copied and tried hard to be seven Daredevil series, Zodiac, copied from past Batman, especially Dark Knight, per se. Reeves comes off as a big-time hack. This Batman goes all out in public, just shows up to the front door, question mark. They made him into a flying squirrel, question mark. Catwoman was cute, but nothing crazy and really, question mark, just a face mask. That's it. That's her costume. Oh, it also, too, copied from Gotham as well. The Batman's first appearance was lackluster. He survives a bomb at point-blank distance. Automatic assault rifle fire? Like, yeah. no one aims at his face. The Batmobile was whack. I felt like I was watching a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> and it couldn't even be seven when it was a soft PG-13 look away from this Kills movie. And they kept playing the same damn music so many times <laughs> wow. to incite what wasn't there. Look here, Raro or Raro, whatever your name Uh-oh. is. Look, you gonna get look, <laughs> look. You made I'm that have the to comment of the month. I'm
1: gonna have to push back on his his critique of Catwoman as being just cute. Get out of here. She's beautiful, and like the, I mean, like come on, Catwoman is not like, you know the most. There's not a whole lot you can do with that. It's, she's, a, she's a lady who does burglary. That's why she's the cat cat woman. She you know, she doesn't right. got no power. <laughs> just wearing
0: a mask is fine, guys. <laughs> Look, I ain't got nothing bad to say. Raro, you you did you what we say? You say you did that. All right, man. We're gonna do Sharmu. He Charmue. just puts us, use me as a dislike. So he didn't like the Batman either. Hey, we hit we you you joined the right club. Okay, join the right we're, club. Run
1: his Okay, he's we're fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, all right. So we have two reviews from this gentleman. Uh, verse Wonder strikes. His first review is: This is something for the artsy fartsy type. Nice colors, nice sunrise, great camera cinematography, but boring as hell. I was fighting to stay awake at twelve new mat- matinee. I'm giving this two out of four stars. Hey, okay. And he he does another post. that goes. Stop making fantastical characters realistic. It's a fantasy for a reason. Say what you will about Marvel never forgets they are making comic book movies.
1: Yeah, I feel like that will probably be the biggest difference between DC and Marvel. As of this point, is that Marvel knows what they got. And they're like, we're doing comic book movies and they should be fantastical and fun and stupid sometimes. You know, yeah, we can kind of, you know, set them somewhat being somewhat grounded. But for the most part, it's about bigger-than-life people in spandex having fun. And then DC Universe is like, no, they're real people who existed. And they got to be the most (laughs) realest shit ever. Like, we got to figure out how real this shit can be. Especially when it comes to Batman. He's like, no, we don't care about all that crazy stuff. No, he's got to be a real dude and and stuff. And it's like, come on. He's a dude dressed in a bat suit. That shit is stupid. (laughs) Like, there's no way to make that shit, like, cool in a real world, because as I saw the Batman, I'd be like, who is this fucking clown right here, this right. cosplaying motherfucker? And even if he did beat my ass, i will still be like,
0: you a fucking joke! <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> on the ground! Basically the guy that's got his ass on the ground, and you'd be like, you still a bitch! <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I'd still be like, you still a... <laughs> yeah, come on, because it's ridiculous! It's ridiculous! And like, they don't... Uh, I don't know, it's just like... Let it be ridiculous. Like, even though, like, as I said, like, with the review, like, even though Batman and Robin sucks, it was ridiculous.
0: Right. And that was, and at least
1: that's fun.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, to, you know, and I've been a harsh critic on Marvel a lot. And also, I think in some newer reviews we're going to do later on in the line, I'm not going to be as harsh because I think Marvel's doing some things. Like, I think we mentioned earlier how making people sit to the end of a movie. To yeah. Give you know, watch all these people that have contributed to a movie. I think is a beautiful thing. I think Marvel does a great job with that. You know, token word of diversity. I think they do a great job with that. And we'll get to that later on. When we get to Marvel. So, but I want to say that's one thing with Marvel that even when they go artsy, like the Eternals, yeah, it still felt like a comic book. Like it still yeah. felt like these people could be in the real world, and it's believable that people accept these kind of human beings or supernatural or superpower beings in this world. With you all, yes. The the thing, if somebody were to come down, let's say I always say the alien test. If the aliens were to come down and watch a movie of the Batman, not knowing our culture, but this is supposed to give a view of our culture, that would probably be the first thing they would say is like, "Why is that dude dressed up as your anamorphic or whatever animal that you like?" Like it, it would be, yeah, "Why is he concept. a bat?" So, <laughs> right, right, and so it it has to be a sense of you can believe that this person. Trust in this outfit can live in this world and function in this world, and it's believable for people. That is always the issue I've always had a little bit with Nolan's take of it is that, like, like you said, like, if somebody's running a bad costume, we laugh, we would laugh at them. Like, even now, let's just be completely honest. Let's let's be 100% bucks, guys. And remember, it was an era, and it's still, they're still out here, but it's not as many as it used to be. It was an era that we went through in human existence where, like, Vigilante people that were normal people would dress up like heroes and walk the streets like, it's like, yeah, like In neighborhood Seattle watch kind of thing, yeah, 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 just walk the streets and like, with a Phoenix, like some of them just Phoenix had like something. a baton and a whistle, like, and that was it. And actually, it was a documentary about them too because it was around when Kick Ass came out, people they got highlighted more. But the point I'm getting to is like, we live with those people, yeah, like, they're ridiculous, it's it's a it's ridiculous. Man. yeah, and like. His costume is very nice.
1: I'm not going to yes. lie. He did. He <laughs> yeah. put some time into it. Right. But if I were a person of ne'er-do-well, you know, or, or just Jason S. Baker right here, I would see that guy on the street and go, that shit is funny. Yeah. <laughs> right there.
0: Yeah. We laugh at it. Anybody go to L.A., walk the strip, and all the characters that walk, we laugh at him. Yeah. So, yes, now, I Now, if he comes LA... in
1: there and he's just wearing all blue, you know, just regular clothes when it's all blue, I'm like, that shit is scary. Right there, why is he wearing all blue? That shit.
0: I didn't leave this neighborhood, <laughs> right. so yes, you have to build a world where people can believe that this person could be in it. That is the hard part about this realism feature they're going with with Batman so much is that even his villains, even in Nolan's movies, his villains didn't dress Raja Golden, dress up as anything, yeah, regular ass dude. Rick like, Glass, dude. you know, <laughs> I know the Joker dressed up in face paint, but for the most part. He wore regular ass clothes, which is a regular dude, just
1: or the scarecrow. Regular ass dude with a regular, like, yeah, he had the mask or whatever, but like he didn't use it all the time until Right. And even when he put the
0: mask on, it was because the toxin would make him look different. So it was a purpose for the mask, not just him putting on a mask to be like, I'm gonna do this to you as Dr. Crane. Like Mm -hmm. so, yes, I I agree that that's a very poignant thing that he said that Marvel at least respects that these characters are comics, and you have to make the world believable that these kind of people could walk around in this world and be yeah. believable. Batman, these realistic takes have never been a believable take for it because again, we talk about all the time. What makes the dark Knight so great is that it doesn't need Batman to be Batman for the Dark Knight to work. It could have just been a regular cop on the beat. Yeah. And the Dark Knight works the exact same way. The Joker doesn't have that face paint can be a regular criminal works it's the exact good. same yeah. way.
1: So, but this movie... if you keep trying to ground Batman, it just it just keeps it makes it even more. It just falls apart. It just falls apart. And... Also,
0: too, when you ground him like this, it takes away from one of the more fun aspects of Batman is his gadgetry.
1: Yeah, all, all but... sorts of the whimsy and shit. The yeah. fucking bat plane and the fact that he brands everything. Come on,
0: like yeah, <laughs> <It's> gonna... yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bat bat shark repellent. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, but anyway, I know that's, we, we've already crapped on the Batman and left for this show. Probably lasts a lifetime. Uh, we are going to the part that everybody loves. is that part where we are closing down the show. Yeah, we're going to let you reclaim your time now. <laughs> Get it back. But as always, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for watching our show as always. Again, don't forget about our sponsors. In Your Face, Art, which Jason, we're still waiting on Jason to place his order. Oh, I gotta he out. to tell me so my homeboy <laughs> could make it for him, get that popping. You know, we got that MJ on MJ for you, you know. Next he was thing, wearing this
1: show... for th- St. Paddy's yeah. Day, and he was looking pretty fly, Matt. I'm just going to yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead and yeah. throw that out. Actually, when I was
0: headed to the wine bar, uh, two young ladies stopped me and said, where did you get your shirt from? I said, in your face, art." Right. I said, where's your phone? They put it out, bang, 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 put it in I there.
1: Believe... I believe so the kids I put it in there, let them know
0: where they could find it, and they were the all for it. So blossoming? I
1: don't
0: <laughs> yeah and then I, I was at it also i was at buffalo wild wings one that's why you probably saw some stains on michael face so i had to get my eat on but i <laughs> had a buffalo wild wings lady walks up to me true story and goes i love your shirt i was i'm a child of the 80s i love michael jackson you mind taking a photo with me so probably on somebody's facebook is a photo of me with this random white lady <laughs> with my shirt out pointing to it while she's pointing to it A michael jackson's face people love his work again in yo face art com, I should put it down there below so you guys can see it. Get to it. Actually, we ran commercials on it as well, so you should see your stuff. And then also other sponsors, Nerd Focus. Like Jason said, I need you to just keep a can up on me while I do this at all times. But uh, we should have a link in the description to how to get your own case of Nerd Focus as always. And then, like we said again, if you broke, like me and Jason, we broke. We, we out got here. We broke five broke. <laughs> we ain't got it. If you broke five broke like us, you know the easiest thing you can do to support us is share it. Share it, talk to your friends about us. Tell us who there's a good commentary, good review show. Press the share is, button.
1: Sharing is caring, everybody. 100% sharing is
0: caring. 100%. Hit that share button, post it on your Facebook, <laughs> on your Twitter, or your Instagram, wherever, or just share it to some buddies that you have, maybe a group text. That y'all talk of movies and joke around, or you gotta what well, I don't know what the game that the game, people are playing, Halo or whatever game y'all <laughs> playing. You got <laughs> video games
1: in you. You're playing your yeah, yeah. <laughs> your modern your modern
0: <laughs> Fortnights <in your, laughs> and your yeah, cool, and your Halo rings your yeah whatever cool stuff you're doing that I'm not included in. Share it there with them. bringing people more to the N Word for Nerd Family under Headcanon Circus. I, <laughs> one of the biggest problems that we weren't around is because I drank all my Nerd Focus. I was out. I was lethargic I was tired I couldn't focus man so <laughs> if you want to keep us making these things regularly we got to keep us focused and how you keep us focused is by you buying some nerd focus the link will be in the description and then that way when they give us money we can give it back to them by buying nerd focus, More nerd and we focus. Stay so it's just it's just a cycle of nerd focusing all the way through the nerd focusing of the most nerd focusing and we all will be pleased we all will be focused we all will have the brain power to give you all what you need and all what you want all the times. I mean, Jason was drinking it and he may have some prospects for a girlfriend because he was able to talk to girls. No, (laughs) I tried. (laughs) Look, some problems cannot be fixed. (laughs) That being said, please go ahead and try some Nerd Focus. The link is in the description. Again, we love the feedback. Like, I am overjoyed. Me and Jason... Get so hyped when we see the comments, we see the numbers of views go up. Y'all don't understand what this means. Like, for me, when people said, What is your goal for this show, Jason? What would you want this show to be at the end of the year? I said, If I had at least 50 to 100 people listening to each one of our individual reviews on YouTube, that's heaven for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I could die happy, man, or I wouldn't want to die because I have a family, kids take care of but I can <laughs> die happy, man, knowing that, like, we have people that listen to us. And that's why I always want to make sure that this show, this channel, no matter how big it grows, that people we're, that we're accessible. I want to have people on with normal reviews on the show. It's great to have the great, the top people doing it. And I would love to be on their shows. So and I would love to have them here. But more importantly than that, I always feel like we're the people's champion. And I want regular, everyday people to guest on our show if we can. And just talk about movies. Because what better? Oh, just geek stuff. It ain't got to be on movies. Yeah. It be movies. So it's just geek stuff. As We're going to put out my... about our top five X Men. And, you know, go ahead, Jason. As much as my friend,
1: uh, you know, challenging me is doing this, hell, I'll sit here and listen to y'all talk about anime if y'all want. And I'll be like, okay, Woo. let's go. And, hell. Y'all say, give me, give me five animes
0: to watch, and I'll go, I'll go watch them if y'all want to sit you here. You should talk have about... told me this because it's a Juju Kaisen movie in the theater. We could all went through, all together to see him. Could have reviewed it together. And I've been you got a I'm Oh, look at this shit! <laughs> no. You could, you could a major review about it too. You hater. Uh, but that being said, again, like I said before, the freest thing you could do for us is just share the content. And if you ever want to guest on the show, by all means, let us know in the comments. I'll send you my email. You can email me back. I'll let you know what we're going to review, let you know what we're going to do, what time we're going to do it, and then if it works out for you, we can get you on the show. I love that about this. I always want to make this definitely a community and a family. But again, guys, thank you so much um, for watching. Jason, any final words? Uh, if we do blow up, uh, y'all can still come to the show, but y'all can't come by my house. Okay. kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> be kind, be considerate, and always, always, always tip your bartenders and servers, and even to-go people, at least 20 percent if not more if you can afford it uh because that that's how they make their money and they got kids to feed so please yeah that's it and as that's always all
0: guys thank you we will see you all next week peace peace and x gonna give